up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to Nashville Unsigned, the news podcast. We are here covering all things digital and music news for the independent community. Get over to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, keep keep them coming. Keep all those socials coming. Um, what else are we on? Apple Podcasts. Download the episode. Oh, yeah. Make sure that you guys are following us on all socials at Nashville Unsigned or Nash Unsigned. That's Spotify. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Nice yeah. plug. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's plug. one of those that we were missing. Uh, NashvilleUnsigned.com. Oh, that's kind of an important one. We weren't yeah. there yet. The okay. <laughs> we were almost there. Yep. Um, we are chilling like straight villains. True villain shout out. Mm. Um, with my partners... Nick. What's up, everybody? I'm Amber. This is Jared. This is Jared. And Patrick Lane. How do you do? And uh, like Patrick said, get on over to NashvilleInsign.com. Make your profile. Join the movement. Shit's happening. And you're going to get left behind if you don't. So I am the uh, social media guru. This is our digital marketing website guru. Webmaster. Journalism, digital marketing, branding, and video gurus so and the looks of course. yeah yeah of so course. we're all hitting you with the looks today so um, i'm a fun guy that's a sharp hat you got going on over there i like that hat Ooh. Ah. i got it on uh this website nashvilleinsign.com it was are they available online? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for for yeah, sale yeah. online. What they we are, are telling you is everything behind us is available, including all the humans at the table. Mm-hmm. You can buy them for a certain dollar amount. You can buy me. Yeah. Um, what is it? NashvilleInsign.com slash shop. Yep. And yeah, right now, if you use promo code hookers are us, these two are 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to kind of chat about, um, it's a NU, new year, new you, and um, we are here to help you get on track with launching your brand or relaunching your brand as a business, as an artist and getting out there. So... Um, what are we chatting about today? Yeah, so we're, you know, we're the kind of people that like to find uh, free online tools, right? We, uh, you cut corners, you know, um, that you don't need. Like, there's stuff, there's certain things you can't <laughs> cut corners with. Let's just get that out of the way. But for marketing or distributing or mastering your music, you have a lot of options out there in the digital landscape. Oh, so yeah. we want to kind of come go over um, all the different options you got and uh, how you can promote yourself on a budget. Yeah, and that's yeah. changing every day, too, so it's important that, you know, people keep talking about it. I don't think there's a list that came out in, you know, 2006 or something like that that you can just always go back to because it's changing mm-hmm. every day, and if you're not on the front side of new technologies, then you can get left behind. Yeah, it's 2018. Um, We're going light speed right now. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's Things so changing on the internet every couple of hours, really. Yeah, <laughs> and, so and if something new comes up, you know, like there's a, you know, there's a technology that's working really well, and it works really well for you. You can't get blind to anything else, or you get Tila tequila. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Um, she was a. We're giving anybody... her way too much promotion. <laughs> the second time we've dropped her name, and <laughs> she's so ill. Well, she's she's the, she's the perfect <laughs> example of the, the you know the, the, the failure of, of changing and moving over. I mean, mm-hmm. she's MySpace, and she you know. Um, I mean, I don't know her personally, but I think if she would have moved over to Facebook when it was when it was coming up, she would have sustained. But oh, yeah. it's a good example of why you gotta just keep staying Cross paying attention. Yeah. So that's what we're here for. Kids. That's what we're here for to keep you on the cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. So let's um start with uh, distribution. I think that's a real hot topic um, for this year, especially. 
um, you know, previous methods of distribution kind of had you linked with those big labels. And of course, we at Nashville Unsigned want to break you away from them to break own free. your own music. <laughs> so uh, let's drop some uh, distribution. Who are some of our, uh, our favorite uh, distributors? Well, I think the, fir the first thing that I would uh, just explain to people is what the heck is distribution <laughs> that's probably a good first step. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and um just to give you kind of an idea of how uh, what distribution is before the digital age um when you would make music you would print it on a cd or a compact or you know uh, a, a cassette tape or vinyl or whatever it was make that mixtape yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mixtape. and whoever owned the shelves of you know walmart or wall-to-wall -wall sound and music video or whatever the store was somebody had to take that plastic or whatever the material was made of put it on a truck and get it to all those places right oh yeah and so, there's only so much shelf space so the major record labels pretty much owned that shelf space well now with digital that is your truck that is the guy who carries your physical what used to be physical product to the people but now you have infinite shelf space, which is amazing because all you've got to do is upload to one of these distribution companies and they'll make sure that you're available on all the digital platforms that we've all become accustomed to, uh, you know, getting our music on. So, so these digital, um, these distribution companies that are kind of popping up, it's, it's kind of a thing right now. These businesses are popping up left and right and they're either falling under um the title distribution and they're kind of like a playlist placement company or promotions company but a couple of the ones shout out to ditto um friends of ours um they are distribution they came out with the record label in a box which was ideal um so they sponsored our one year they're great people and they're blowing up like crazy right now um out of the uk so also some old school ones, uh, CD, pa CD Babies, um, probably a little bit more out of touch than most. <laughs> um, so if you are, they do a great DIY, uh, musician DIY conference here in Nashville. Um, a, a great resource for artists. If you get a chance to go this year, definitely go. Um, it's worth uh, networking and shaking hands and getting some knowledge dropped on you in the digital age. But TuneCore is another good one. Mm. Um, do you guys have any other distribution companies that would be a good one for them to kind of look out for? Uh, I believe Beatport, if you want to get um, like really specific with your genre, um, there's actually services out there that are genre specific. And I believe Beatport is the one um, that actually focuses on like EDM music. You know, we're seeing a huge, you know, surfacing of that because it's so easy to make and it's easy to make quality EDM. Um, so that's like one of the biggest ones I think I've ran into um, other than our other ones. There's also uh, one RPM. Um, I believe we've yeah. worked around there. They've been around a big Nashville presence here on a Lightning 100. Yeah. Sure, I think um, one of the easiest um, and one of the longer standing uh, ones um, is uh, TuneCore. I don't mm -hmm. know that we mentioned them. It yeah, started. Yeah. Okay, it uh -huh. was started by a guy named Scott, who uh, his previous projects um, were eHarmony <laughs> and Orbits, and then decided he wanted to get into music. Um, <laughs> and at TuneCore, if you record a single, meaning one song, you can have that distributed to all of the online marketplaces, um, such as Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. This is international distribution. A single will cost you $9.99 uh, through TuneCore, and an entire record will cost you $20. Wow. Um, so uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think there's a difference between just putting it on the shelf and this other distribution thing that Amber was talking about. Right. Now, so to go back to my original analogy, uh, you had so much shelf space. Now, everybody knows when you used to go to Walmart or the music section, there would be, you know, a long vat of... Uh, records and you know your little spacers that say A, B, C, D and you've got to dig through it alphabetically to find it but then right on the front of that shelf they have that nice big display with all the hot artists those are the big Spotify playlists today you have infinite shelving so how do you stand out from the mix those are the Spotify playlists I believe in the the, it's the equivalent of that so a lot of times you know companies would be like hey you can put your record out there with you know 150 million other upcoming acts but how is anybody going to find you how do i get you to the front of the shelf so people see you and that is to be you know added to a major playlist and so some of these distribution companies are like one rpm yeah, will fight for they're not distribution like the one rpm because go back let's go back to distribution so okay. uh lander l-a-n-d-r mm-hmm. distribution uh cd baby TuneCore, ditto louder l-o-u-d-r uh record union mondo tunes and reverb nation can all take care of distribution for you guys now um and these are the ones coming at at, at the top in in google search engine so use your internet do your research but going back to promotions you know somebody right now like we talked about um one rpm that has picked up some of the artists that we've worked with they have um you know put them in front of the eyes they kind of do a mix of pr um and marketing digital marketing um and of course like some type of like media like intertwined thing but they do sponsor like the one rpm studio uh, they have sponsored the studio of Lightning 100, mm-hmm. which is uh, one of the ind- the largest independent radio stations in the country. Um, so going back to that, like that promotional side of things, they are the ones to kind of weave you in. But you don't have to go through promotions to get yourself on a playlist. Like I can tell you, LinkedIn is probably the most underused, the under most underutilized platform for musicians. Oh, that's fascinating. If actually, you, yeah, I didn't even think about LinkedIn. If you research, I love LinkedIn. We are um, connected to USA Today, to Billboard, to Rolling Stone, to Rolling Stone Country, to all these major media outlets all through LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, all it is is a keyword search. Type in the person that you want to know and you type in USA Today. You want to know USA Today people. You type it in and it says 52 people on LinkedIn are are employed by USA Today. You go in and see who those people are and you connect with all of them. Then you use your digital networking, which is what the platform's designed for, to go in. Don't immediately start asking for shit. (laughs) Go in, like their shit, comment on shit, share their shit. And you have to build a relationship before you can actually ask for something. So I think the promotional thing can work if you want to save yourself money and and, and figure out how you can maneuver through LinkedIn to find your playlisters, that's gonna save you the money and it's gonna build a relationship that's long standing. So you can keep coming back to that well if need be. But yeah. I think LinkedIn, very underutilized resource yeah. for yeah. musicians. What's fascinating is how all 
all of these different resources kind of interconnect. Like they could do uh, different things for you. Like um, you mentioned uh, Lander and mm-hmm. the list of distributors. Like that's one of my, uh, one of the top ones I found for uh, actually online mastering. Like if you actually wanted to go the route mm-hmm. of getting your, your tracks mastered um, online, which can cost up to a third less than uh, doing it with, you know, in-person professional. That being said, you really want to um, think about um, this step before you move forward. Um, there can be a lot to benefit from actually knowing your producer and actually um, interacting with someone and knowing that someone's going to do a good job and as an artist that you trust with your music. Because part yeah. of like production, and you can probably attest to this, um, part of your producer p- selecting your producer is your producer's network. Your producer is going to go to bat for you Mm -hmm. and is going to sell you to his network and move you in and out, weave you in and out of his network. That's going to open up doors that may take you years to get in and out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, um, for anybody who doesn't understand what mastering is, um, let me just put a real quick, uh, because everybody knows what producing is, but mastering, the reason it's so important for independent artists is once you've recorded with a producer and you've recorded your songs and you have all your songs set, there is a certain... Um, EQ and a certain um, levels and threshold and compression. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> choking on whiskey over here. Deep throat, Debbie. <laughs> Deep yeah. throat, Debbie over here. There are there are certain parameters that your music has to fall in to be broadcast ready. Now, syncing is one of the biggest money makers for music right now. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're not mastered correctly chances are you will be turned down even if your song fits because it does not not match now Mm -hmm. um in the explosion of the digital age there are a bunch of these software programs where you can plug in your song basically press a button and it'll say okay let's squash this and move this and move this Mm -hmm. and just make it broadcast ready Mm -hmm. right um if there's one place that i can still tell a difference um, I believe it's mastering. I don't think that mastering has caught up. To give you an example, mm. um, you know, you think of like digital photography. Well, sure, it was available, but it didn't compete with real photographer yeah. photography for a really long time. Mm. And I think that mastering, we're starting to get there. And sure, for your if if you've if you're on a really tight budget, but it is a really great thing to think about still doing analog wise. Um, you can't compare one of these programs to a guy like Scott mm-hmm. Hull yeah. um, in New York City. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and the last thing that I will say about mastering, because I don't want to spend too much time on it, is that to get a real analog mastering person that really knows what they're doing, you can't go to anybody who hasn't been in the game for at least 15 years. That's, that's truth, because there's an age, um, there's a training to the ear ah, okay. that is really, really important. Um, Scott Hall blew my mind when I sat in a mastering studio with him for the first time because he actually would not turn off and on music at the same time. He would fade it up to protect his ears. He lives in New York City. He wouldn't get on the subway without earplugs. But you also have to remember that to listen to and understand the differences, you're building a room and sitting in that room for so long that you can compare what you have to every other every other track that you've been doing for 10, 15 years. You can't hop from mastering studio to mastering studio and expect to have a benchmark of yeah. how it sounds. So um, mastering, I still think, is the one piece that you can really pay for. You can take a demo, something that you recorded in GarageBand, and save your money on that. But if you go to a real mastering guy and put your budget in that, mm-hmm. you can turn a low-budget, independent, 
uh, you know, garage band demo into something that sounds sonically as competitive of as a major record label if you put your money into the real a mm. real mastering guy. Yeah, and the way the the market's set up today, it's like if you can get one or two really well done finished songs sure. that can just benefit you so much that could just take off you know and just completely make your career mm-hmm. yeah to I where mean, you're making money to master a whole yeah. album you know it's a day and age of a playlist so it you don't have to it, i honestly think you're stupid if you go and report record a full-length album let's just be honest <laughs> this is not a full-length album day you go and record music is changing daily and if you go and record a full-length album by the time you release that 12th song it's outdated (laughs) well yeah well i will say this though the the reason that people are record i I agree with you i don't would never release an entire album but recording an album makes the budget better because you're musicians Mm. i mean if you're going in and hiring musicians come in and record a single song you're wasting your money because they're going to get the same day rate and you can get laid down. Yeah, still, three, I think four a, an, songs EP, in a, day. an EP, a full length album, man, it's just it's just the wrong time for that. Ten years ago, right time. This day and age, wrong time. If uh, Put your money, invest in the quality of five songs, release those five songs super strategically like Sinclair. What was that album that she did? It had Barcelona on there. It had, what album uh, was that? It was uh, the, what was it? Barcelona. Sure, sure, sure. We can't think, I'm gonna pull it up on my Spotify right now because <laughs> I need to know what this is. But yeah. she was so strategic in how she executed that album um, and then how she released it and how she was able to market it. Because it, if you're marketing five songs and making the marketing strategy cohesive for five songs, it's a little bit harder to do for 12 songs. You know, like my attention span is like that. I'm like squirrel, (laughs) you know, rhinestones, five songs I'm good for, you know, 45 minute podcast I'm good for. You move that to an hour and a half or you move that to 12 songs. I'm out, man. I'm my interest is gone. And the other thing is, is test the market. I mean, once, you know, like Amber said, you know, you're, you're releasing singles. I mean, well, you know, one only has to look at the huge explosion of Julia Michaels mm. to recognize you one put song. a single out one song. and then bang, you've hit, you've hit, struck a nerve that is, yeah. you know, that, that the public is now, yeah, go in and record in a full record now, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can do it in, you know, a couple of weeks if there's that much of a demand for it, yeah. you know what I mean? But I love the idea of kind of litmus testing your, uh, you know, the audience and seeing what works and trying talk different about, things. Talk about testing. Uh, how do you say that? Qara, it's the biggest Q and A um, resource on the internet. Really? Um, if you go into Qara, or if I'm saying that correctly, go in. You can actually, as an artist, you can see what your audience is craving for music and for marketing. Utilize that resource to understand what the demographic is craving, because it, and that's the great thing about the day and age of a playlist. You can pivot. We say this all the time. We're professional pivoters. If you have 12 songs recorded, guess what? You're committed for 12 songs. You can't pivot. You are, if it flopped and three songs in, you can't pivot. Mm -hmm. You are stuck with another like nine (laughs) songs. There is something to be said to have a full set in your live performances. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely have stuff to play. Sure. Uh, sure. (laughs) And I think that songwriting, you know, in general, yeah. Uh, what Amber's talking about, I think, more is more the production of it. So, sure, have a full album worth of songs, but right. the the production yeah. of it, the new sounds, the new waves that are coming through, you mm-hmm. can yeah, always produce songs. Yeah. I mean, look at songs, you know, 
35 years old that people are recreating. Let yeah. me you know shout I mean? out that Sinclair real quick. Before it's... you do that, uh, the thing that you were talking about, just to give everybody the resource, the Qurara or whatever you were talking about, mm-hmm. it is www.qurara.com. When we were going, in, yeah, yeah. Um, so that is perfect. That's a great place for you guys to run around and to start getting um, a gauge on what your demographic is wanting. Now, don't, it's not, I'm not saying go and record something that is not you, that is not you as an artist. Don't let people shape what you are, know what you are. Go in and pivot your marketing strategy or even like a little bit of like, you know, if, if people are like in heavy bass drums, which is what's going on right now, then if you are in EDM and you're just, you know, throwing around, you know, some beats, but you're not putting in heavy bass drums, it your audience is saying, we want heavy bass, then you would probably want to implement that. Shout out to Sinclair. It was actually three songs and it was Colorblind was the album and uh, sometimes Colorblind and Barcelona. So, so strategic in the way she delivered that um, three songs and nailed it. Just absolutely yeah. nailed it. You know, what's, what's funny about that is uh, I remember back, you talk about like 10 or 20 years ago, and uh, you'd get a CD, you know, you'd, you'd hear a, a single, you know, on, on the radio or whatever, but like, oh, yeah, like Sum 41, this is awesome, you know. <laughs> I, I think Sum 41, because they're, the album I, I got from them was all killer, no filler. It, it made me think of all the filler stuff you get. Or like, like Blink 182's well, Take Off Your Pants yeah, and Jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We think of like like Eiffel sixty five, you know the blue song from like nineteen ninety eight. Has anyone ever even like heard the rest I of that album? Ring, like, has that actually exist? Well, you actually, know, like, second, what is their genre? The second song goes, "I'm red." <laughs> they just go through their spectrum. It's bit. We're going through the colors of the rainbow. It really works for the one hit wonder. So yeah, if you yeah. just want to get in and get out of the music industry, today is your day. Well, you know, yeah. one way of looking at it is it's not so much that you're doing research to to change your style or your genre so much as you could look at it as outreach you know like we know that these people enjoy this thing you feel as though they could also enjoy what you know what you've produced but you know you kind of do a little couple tweaks and you're more out you know more specific more targeted outreach to the specific group that you've already established Yeah. yeah 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 all going back to like marketing and pivoting you have to be able to pivot and like for instance, Ezla, shout out uh, class seven uh, alumni with us. She's literally got 70,000 um, Spotify streams at this point for one song, Wow, one song. Mm. And that is what made her, now she just released a new one, Skeleton, shout out. Um, but what she did that was so strategic is her marketing strategy was like, I'm gonna cut through the bullshit everybody's going one route and she reached out to beauty bloggers and beauty bloggers were seeing millions and millions of people and so beauty bloggers are playing her music in the background and putting her credits at the bottom and she cut through all the bullshit by going straight to the beauty bloggers and she was able to to pivot and and figure out her marketing strategy with one song yeah it's really brilliant there's this uh this guy um that i met and i i and I, I hate this because he's probably gonna, you know, comment and be like, "You didn't give me credit," but there was a guy. <laughs> I'll tag you, man. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy. This was a brilliant marketing um, uh, uh, piece too, which goes along with what uh, Ezla so brilliantly did. But what he did is he wrote a song called "Dad's Barn," right? And it was a country song. <laughs> and what he ended up doing is he went on Instagram and looked for, you know, hashtag barn and uh-huh. looked for followers that yeah. had 
big big views. Now there is a Instagram uh, thing out there where this guy had all he does is put posts uh, pictures of dilapidated barns. That's it. Yeah. And believe it or not, this guy's got 4.8 million <laughs> followers just oh, yeah. looking at dilapidated falling down barns. Baby and boomers. what uh, what this guy <laughs> did is he went through he took he uh, took the the ones that had the most likes, made a slideshow put his music behind it and sent it to the guy and said, hey, this is free content. If you want to post it, just tag me. And he tagged him and his followers went up 20,000 followers from one post. Wow. And it's like, man, like no one was thinking go to the dilapidated barn photographer yeah. guy posting, mm -hmm. but there's an audience there, right? So, and he also realized like anybody who gives a shit about dilapidated barns probably is... A country demographic right so yeah. i think you have to think outside the box the internet is an amazing amazing tool mm -hmm. it's a gift and underutilized from, <laughs> in the music totally industry under, yeah yeah totally like, underutilized what the fuck, man? Yeah. yeah you guys are like creating music on your computers but like just utilize these platforms that you that are all this stuff is literally at your fingertips mm -hmm. but you just got to put in a little bit of elbow grease and it's know? funny how like uh like you get like spotify um you get streaming royalties. That's like a hot, like a hot topic right now sure, because sure. you know it's like you're getting royalties, but not like a whole lot of royalties. They're still kind of like figuring some things out, now. and it's easy to be like, man, that's like that's such crap. I, I get such little for this, but like, you know, the evolution into that was I I was downloading. I was pirating your music anyways, uh -huh. so it's like streaming. Sure. You're, you're sure. seeing more money than you were, you know, yeah. back in those days, but. You know, I, I do. I do agree that you know they'll they'll probably get to a better spot. And that's not the money maker. More. But it's like, also, but yeah, yeah that's, what, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to come up. That's marketing mm -hmm. yourself as yep. well. So you're you're killing two birds with one stone by you know optimizing just Spotify. You know, if so, you're thinking of yeah. just sales, then you're thinking the wrong way. You need yeah. to like you need to branch out. An it's, empire. It's all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all it all works together. You have That's to work. What, like Ezla, for instance, mm -hmm. like a great here Ezla. This is free, um, <laughs> but I mean, for Ezla to make a lipstick or to endorse a lipstick at this point would be a very, very, very strategic plan. And talking about money, recently we uh, we talk a lot about bands to brands. We talk a lot about social influencers. I can tell you that and without saying the company's name, I'm, there is a company that I'm affiliated with and they pay this guy who is a big influencer in that specific industry. They pay him a certain dollar amount monthly to post inside of his socials. The reason for that is they it, getting advertisements in a paper magazine isn't working anymore. Yeah. Getting commercials on TV isn't working anymore. So the most effective thing for them, social influencer marketing is a thing. Mm -hmm. All of you artists are social influencers. Your whole goal is to build your fan base. Well, what are you wearing? What's your perfume? What's your makeup? What's your hair care? What's you know, anything what, that you care about? What really? tampon <laughs> you know, brands yeah. do you use? Yeah, yeah. And There's you know, go after those brands via LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. The people that you are looking for, they're called marketing directors. Yeah. <laughs> so go look at Tampax marketing director or whoever the parent company is for Tampax. I've got a great slogan for Tampax, by the way. Oh yeah. We're not number one, but we're right up in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. It would, Sorry. of course, come from a male. That would come from a male. I just derailed this podcast. That would come from a male. And you know what? We're probably going to get crucified with all the movement uh, with power in, in females right now. We're probably going to get crucified for that. Patrick, thank you very much. Good one, Patrick. If you have a comment, just I'm drop just it in the comments now. I know. Please, I, you know, we were looking for a little bit of controversy. Controversy, dude. Hey, same brain. I just said that. Controversy. I actually saw a, um, a, a really funny meme um, about what exactly what you're talking about and it was like imagine this they delete instagram and bam you're not a model anymore i know right <laughs> instagram models are gone nice. <laughs> i love it but it's it's it's, nice. it's been memefied nice. now like nice. how important these yeah. digital like platforms are and how how uh, not easy is in the word but how accessible it is for you to throw your lot into these you know the, the s- setup is there. You don't have to be uh, discovered, you know, anymore. And stop taking these endorsements and these sponsorships for bartering. Like, you, uh, yeah, let them give you free makeup. That's cool. But then you have enough fan base and they're saving enough money on their marketing that they owe you a dollar amount. Agreed. And if you need us to sit on behalf of you guys and work that dollar amount, we can do that for you. <laughs> That's part of our label services. We can do that for you. Amber loves that. I Amber love will that. pull she out She lives her. for oh, that. shut up. Yeah, put, no, me, like put me in crazy. a situation where I'm talking money and I'm like, yeah. I'm laying it down and I'm negotiating. Like, I will win. Yeah. Amber, Amber will <laughs> I should have been an attorney. Uh, she'll, yeah, she'll pull out the digital dukes and start swimming. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, give me some analytics. The digital dukes. Give me your media kit and I will lay it down. Not even lying. So, Speaking of, let's let's kind of project for 2018. Um, I think there are definitely some, as far as marketing goes, mm-hmm. um, some platforms um, that we should all focus on um, coming up this year. Because like we said at the beginning of this, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly in a process of changing. Um, so let's look at the big ones. Let's look at Facebook and YouTube, right? Everybody knows that's just like, that's marketing. That's easy marketing for you. That's your first step into the big world. Um, what do you guys think you is big girl now. the future for marketing on these platforms? There's obviously been a lot of changes and one. on both of these and a lot of, um, a lot of social, you know, un- unrest, you know, due to these platforms and they have to kind of like figure it out. Yeah. Go take it yeah. away. Amber. I was like, pick me, pick me. Okay. There's a badass thing right now going on and it is it hasn't broke out of the vein yet. It's still purple blood. Like it is not red yet. Um, but it's called cinemagraphs. So in marketing, you're going to have so many apps to choose from. You can, it's all about content. And honestly, it's all about raw content. You don't have to go Mm. have like major video for your music video. You better have good production Mm -hmm. for your social content. It doesn't matter, man. Like live stream all day long. That's totally cool. You're going to build followers. Get your phone out. But um, Cinemagraphs, look up Flixel, F-L-I-X-E-L, Flixel. Flixel is a Cinemagraph. So what a Cinemagraph is, is it is a combination of a video and a picture. So you'll see a stationary picture, and then you'll see moving elements inside of that picture. And um, what this does is all social media treats a Cinemagraph like a video. So if you guys know anything about social media, video content is king. So if you are every platform favors video content. So if you're putting up a cinemagraph and it is the combination of two, which is so cool. Whoever thought of that, like 
freaking kudos, man. And Flixel, mm-hmm. thank you for doing it right. All the other ones suck. Trust me, I've tried all of them. <laughs> they do. They suck so hard. And you know what? Pay the $10 a month. It's great. It's it's so worth it. But the combination of the two, you are going to stand out. I mean, our next uh, flyers that we're doing is going to be a combination. It's, it's going to be the Cinemagraph. But all these platforms are favoring the video but in actuality, it's really not a video. It's just a picture with video elements. So really cool. I think Flixel's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, download a few things. I'm just gonna rattle them off. Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Um, you can create, it has Pixabay included in there, free pictures, Up Splash that gives free pictures. You can drop your PNG logos on it. I mean, you can really customize your content. Um, Stencil, Logo Joy, Google Fonts, Font Pair. Um, Buzz Sumo is content ideas. You can find influencers there. You can um, all uh, it's all based on relevant websites to your brand. Um, Qura, which we were talking about earlier, Q U O R A. It's just Q and A's. I mean, it'll be at the top of the list, and you'll be able to um, find content and music fans or that music fans crave the most. Um, work flowy. It's W O R K F L O W Y. These names are great. Yeah. <laughs> um, it helps musicians stay productive and efficient, and it organizes your thoughts and lists. Um, Google Drive, Docs, WeTransfer. Thank you, Patrick, for teaching me about WeTransfer. Mm-hmm. It's great for transferring video content without compressing anything. Correct? Did I get uh, that right? Yeah, and it's free. Up and to, it's up, up to a, a certain data limit, I think two gigs or yeah, something, something like that. And they yeah. hold it for I think it's like maybe thirty days max. Yeah, thirty days. Yeah, yeah. So it's so great. Um, Mailchimp, we can't speak enough about how important your email list is. So Mailchimp's great. This is one of my favorites. It's Ripple R I P L, and this is branded video content. Go Holy look it up. You can shit. put your music in the background. Mm. You can layer in photos. You can mm-hmm. layer in videos. But it's like $10 a month, and you've got video content at your disposal. Um, Snapchat, if you haven't been getting creative with Snapchat, shame on you. (laughs) Like, we go create video content with music in the background and moving in emojis and, you know, crazy highlighters and all this other shit all the time. That's great. Um, And you can swipe up on Snapchat to link to uh, something now. So if you have merchandise, you can say swipe up to buy my merchandise, which is, I think, a huge 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 opportunity uh-huh. and you can also do that with instagram stories but the oh, only yeah. way that you can swipe up for a website on instagram stories is you either have to be verified you have to have a check mark or you have to be over ten thousand followers so that is super cool to have and a couple of other resources i would say hootsuite blog freaking fantastic if you need to know about all things social media they are on top of their game mm-hmm. they knew about you can live stream now Anybody that's in your live stream room, they you can add them. You can split screen to add them. Hmm. So you can pull your fans up in a performance that wow. you're doing live stream. Wow. It's so freaking cool. And we are actually going to start doing like some some abroad interviews that way. So we don't have to, like anyone that's outside of the city. We can still talk to independent artists and interview them without actually having them to be here. That's really cool. They knew about it before anybody else did. And then the Social Media Examiner and TuneCore.com, their blog, get on it because they have like invaluable resources. I'm sure. Done. And I want to throw I want to throw one more thing out that just came out actually in the last uh, like seven days or, or two weeks at, at, at most is um, I know a lot of people are familiar with Patreon, but Bandcamp. 
has oh. now launched a brand new subscription service oh. that is killing it. And everybody that I've talked to that's on it, it's amazing. You can set a monthly or a yearly subscription base and then drop like, you know, a lot of these artists are out there writing in a room. Um, Andrea Davidson's doing something uh, really interesting. She's an independent artist here in Nashville, and she just started something called Raw Offerings, which basically are raw offerings where when she would take her cell phone and start to write a song or whatever the first time she completed it, mm. well, that's kind of like in the living room, it's unpolished and oh, whatever, yeah. right? And it goes to what Amber was saying that like people want to see the behind the scenes type stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, you're not going to release raw offerings on Spotify, but for your hardcore fans, if you leverage something like this, um, she's basically at least twice a month putting out content and you can set whatever you want your annual or your monthly to be and it's a really really cool thing and i suggest cool. everybody check it out it's and like it i said it builds hype yeah. it totally builds hype and it's only oh, yeah. it's only two months old so you know what i love about i, I do so kind of favor me, patreon and this is why <laughs> i do favor patreon this is why is because i i value businesses that value their values that sure. don't break away from their values no matter how big they are patreon uh like Enron. publicly fucked up they publicly <laughs> fucked up and then mm. they said um they they made something they said we're gonna go subscription based and they put out a massive email to all of their people and all of their people's people and and they had so much backlash in less than 24 hours the ceo went on blast and retracted it, apologized and yeah. said that they will never go that route. <laughs> and the fact that they're such a big company anyways, like support Patreon, man. That's like, that, yeah, I thought it was a huge move. That is amazing. And yeah. the fact that like, it's not about the money, it's about the values of the company. So I thought that was cool. Mm. I mean, Bandcamp super cool too, but man, <laughs> you got it. You got a reward. You got a reward, which you want repeated. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, they're true. badasses. Yeah. And I think I just want to plug this in before we wrap this up. If you're not a marketer, I would suggest just start learning a and B find a team. Um, whether that team is your band is, uh, your cousin, Jeffrey is, is some guy you hire, or if it's just, if it's an indie label, yeah, we're not necessarily anti every label. We we're just anti selling your music. Um, to someone who's going to take all the royalties from or it. your soul. Yeah, like, don't or, sell your soul. Like there's so soul. there's so many different um, resources. Like people offer these kinds of uh, you know services yeah. and get with them. There's a whole environment. There's a whole market for it, and uh, it supports all the indie movement. Speaking of yeah. which, we do now provide label services, so all of our skill sets are now up for hire. <laughs> Just saying, and again. If you use hookers are us as a promo code, these two are 50% off. All of our skill sets. <laughs> this one always ends up sexual for every single podcast. Somebody buy him. <laughs> but um, but yeah, if you guys get on the site, uh, you probably know a better place to find it on the site. I think it's under services or something. Um, uh, yeah, I believe it's under about and then services, I believe. Uh, I'd have to double check, but but yeah, we've we've been putting it all up there. And yeah. So you guys, if that. you guys need marketing team, if you're like, ah, I would rather pay people out that are smarter at that than I am. Um, if you guys just want to be the artists and don't want to do that side of things, that's what we do. Um, and now we're doing that for you guys. Uh, in the past, we did not offer that up as a service. Um, 
well, we need money. <laughs> so hit Give us up. Money. Hit us up, and you could be the next Tila yeah. Tequila. I'm just gonna keep dropping her name. No. Keep dropping her name. <laughs> people, people are basically like, "Do you manage her or something?" Why are you keeping? I'm like, what? Let's use. Let's use a. a I don't even know if she's doing one. music anymore. I just, I just like bringing her Did up. Did she ever do music? Well, she MySpace launched no, yeah, her. She, she made did. millions. Yeah. I mean, I remember yeah. the reality TV show for my she's, she's generation TV, specifically. Yeah. Wow. I don't TV. ever remember me. Well, I'm old. I'm uh, old. It's fine. Shut up. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us um, and shooting the shit like we yeah. always do. Yeah. Again, get on over to NashvilleUnsigned.com. Join the movement. We've got so much going on. We are running around town setting up all these events. We are going to be doing a lot more this year. And we're jumping into the sinking world. More on that to come, boys and girls. So Next episode. Go get yours. Go get yours. And may 2018 be fruitful for you and your music. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. We got it coming out regularly. Hey, subscribe to the podcast. And you know what? We We took a couple of... You know, Christmas weeks off. Um, you know, a few of the cats were hang- hungover. So, um, yeah. just kidding. Wrap it up, Amber. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Shut me up. We're running out of music. <laughs> Peace. That's a lot of sweating. Oh boy. Where'd your ass go?